Coming to you from the great state of Wisconsin, this is a CS27 Studios production. You're listening to the Binary Brothers Podcast featuring Ryan and Clay. It's time now to open your ears and prepare your mind because life's too short to be constrained in black and white. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Ryan and Clay. Hello, welcome to Binary Brothers Podcast. This is episode 14. I'm Clay and with me as always is my co-host, Ryan Hey, that's me. That is you. Good to be with you. Good to be with you. <laughs> and good to be with all of our listeners, too. Because we have the best. Best listeners the, of all time. Best, best. We have all the listeners, all the best listeners. They've stuck with us. Through thick and thin. Thick and thin. All, all 13 episodes so far, and now the 14th. Yeah, I mean, one, one more and they get a third free sub. Exactly. I mean, only, only though, if they brought their punch card. Right, right, naturally. We're not just giving away free subs no, all we, really we here. can't. We can't afford that. We don't have the money for that. No. Have you heard a sponsor on this podcast before? Not one single sponsor, and that's why all of our podcast comes to you just pure, no outside influence. Yep. That's it. It's just us. Just two guys talking about stuff yep and that's what you came here for and that's what you're gonna get that's what you're gonna get tonight it is it is here's the thing this is gonna be the first episode that we've done that we are pretty much talking about controversial things yeah i i would say or at least a lot more controversial than anything else we've talked about it's not it's not the old keep the headphone jack or get rid of it controversial it's like talking about stuff that people are a little bit heated about yeah and and if you can't handle that i i i won't blame you if you stop listening yeah if you shut this one down and wait until next week then that's fine however i do hope you stick around i do as well we're gonna be talking about uh anthems yeah we're gonna yeah all the all the stuff that's going on kind of regarding that whole situation. Yeah. New new rules have been put in place. There's been a lot of controversy. It's been like since 2013. Wasn't that, that long whole... ago? I believe 2016. Sorry, too far back. I was going to say, I feel like it was only... <laughs> it's felt like forever. Yeah. It, it, it kind of has. It, yeah. I Seems mean, like really forever ago. It, it's only really been, you know, two football seasons. Yeah. Since this, the whole thing kind of kicked off, and it's it's been all over the place. It will not die. Nope. But probably probably for good reason. But we'll exactly. we'll, we'll get into that later. First, yeah, we yeah. got to get you guys inside of our minds. Get you knowing what we're thinking, how we're feeling on this lovely evening, day, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Yeah, it do- but, doesn't really matter in in our books. Yeah, whenever you're listening to this, this is how we felt. Mm-hmm. Would you like to start us off, Ryan? I would love to start us off. And I'm, I'm going to go with uh, music first. I'm going to talk you, about you what I've been listening to. So uh, recently, I've been listening to a, a mix of a lot of things. All right. But I think, uh, I think my favorite thing in the last couple of weeks has really been uh, Kanye West's 
new album? The Ye? Ye? I don't know. Ye? 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 No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's Ye. Ye? Kanye. Kan French. Uh, it, you know, he did do that song, uh, African American Fellows in Paris. En Francais? With, with Jay Z, so Ooh. you you could you could say that it's maybe French. Maybe. But you could also very much so say that it's not French at all. Ooh, <laughs> double. Double meanings. So, so yeah, I've. Uh, Intense. It, it's only been out for about a week, but. And it, it's a pretty short album. And, and it's not necessarily that, like, I. I'm not. I haven't been like loving it or anything, but I ha- I just keep listening to it because sure. I'm just I'm just I'm really trying to judge it still. You know, I've listened to it a right. few times. The jury's I'm, still out. The jury is definitely still out. I mean, a lot of people have had their opinions about you know what he's done on this album here and what he's been doing in general, but uh, I, I don't know from a from a production standpoint. I'm never mad about Kanye's production. You know, he produces all of his own, you know, music, his songs. And the production on Ye was was good. It was top really notch. solid. Top notch. Yeah, top notch. And I mean he he also just recently another uh artist on his label, Good Music, uh Pusha T came out with an album and he did a lot of production on that album as well. So between those two, I really I'm really, really feeling the production on them. But again, jury's still out for me on you know his actual content here, and I don't know he he's he's been saying a lot of crazy things you know as as Kanye will. Yeah, but yeah, he's kind of known for that, isn't he? Right. So he's he always has opinions that are out there, and he's not afraid to kind of say things and be different. And he's obviously been going through some stuff. And he came out with some track that like he he rapped like poopity scoopity whoopity. <laughs> <laughs> not joking at all sounds like, like my kind of song everyone was like what the hell is happening with kanye right now <laughs> like we know crazy that kanye is crazy but we didn't know it was like this not that crazy and all of his you know opinions on a on a bunch of other stuff you know now he's kind of gotten the, out there recently hasn't yeah he? saying like slavery's a choice and you know he's really <laughs> he's really like pro trump literally uh, the opposite of the definition of it's slavery. the opposite <laughs> of a choice and you know he i don't know he's trying to defend himself with all this stuff and pretty much he did to. he did say I mean, you have to he's in the public <laughs> and like everyone you know he's very elusive on like social media and stuff most of the time he kind of went quiet there for a while and he came back and he says stuff like this, and everyone's like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop it. Stop. So, yeah, he uh, he said at some point, you know, all your questions will be answered with this next album. And I will tell you right now, everyone, if you haven't already listened to it, if you're looking for answers to questions, you're not going to get any. <laughs> not, not a single one. He didn't talk about his pro-Trumpness. He didn't talk about the fact he said slavery was a choice. He didn't talk about any of that stuff at all so it just says ye all the time yay so mumbly boomly poopity scoopity whoopity poopity scoop it's a whole thing i don't know he says he says a lot of stuff but i don't know rhymes a lot of things there are some rhymes on there there's also i feel like a lot of filler for you know a kanye album but i don't know i i've been listening to it so that's that's kind of been my jam and then i've been trying to analyze it (laughs) <laughs> it's always it's always a tough task right 
But uh, other than that, not really, not really much new going on music-wise for me. I mean, there's a, a smattering of other stuff. Churches. I saw you posted a picture of uh, one of the churches tracks. Yeah, churches. That's yeah. yeah. First first song on on that album. Oh yeah. So pretty good. Like, pretty good stuff. What about you, man? What have you been listening to recently? Well, I mean, churches did come out with a new album, but um, I, I think I'll uh, I think I'm gonna go uh, with an album that came out just um, just about a month ago. Okay. Like early May. I think May fourth. May the 4th be May with you. And also with you. I believe. Um, but I didn't actually fig- find it out or or notice it until, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And that, like it just popped up. I was like, since when did Shinedown release a new album? Yeah. I saw <laughs> that. Attention, attention. Yeah. Right? This, yep. it's, in my, it's in my recents. I'm looking at my recents right now. And yep. that's... It like, completely didn't... caught me by surprise didn't listen to it but it came out of nowhere like every friday i go on and stuff I'm like oh a new album add to library add to library hopefully eventually listening to it and it's shine down yeah <laughs> it's, it's got so some, what what did you think it's got some good songs on it um it's in it's interesting it's an interesting album I, I wouldn't say it's i wouldn't say it's my favorite album of theirs but it's, it's still solid it's it's still a good album with some good songs um but I'll, I'll tell you what though uh, if you ever get a chance to see uh, Shine Down live, do yeah. it. Absolutely do it. They put on a really, really good show. I'm they're, down for that. they're one of the few bands that that I've seen live, and I'm like, you know what? Like that was that was more than what I, you know, paid. You know, I got my money's worth and then some. Right. Like That's they always- just they just have the energy. Um, and it's 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 nuts. I've seen them twice, and it's it's fantastic. They they put on such a great show. Where'd you see them? Summerfest both times. Nice. But and and that and and if you don't know what Summerfest is, it's it's a big music festival, and and they were on one of the free stages. Um, okay. So when I say like you get more than what you pay for, I I don't mean in that sense. Like it, it, it it's pretty cheap to get into Summerfest. By itself, it's like what fifteen bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's super reasonable. Yeah, like, and you can see a lot of concerts, but but like that that show could have easily been at like the Marcus Amphitheater, the 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 place that you actually would have to pay money to get into. For and sure, those tickets would probably be you know near seventy bucks or whatever. Okay, and uh, and I'll tell you what, like if I paid seventy bucks to see them there at both those times it would have been completely worth it. Nice. So that, I guess, you know, both my times, I didn't really pay all that much to see him, but, but you would have, if I did like at a normal price, it, it would have been completely, completely worth it. They put on such a great show. That's awesome. So, um, I don't know. I don't know when they'll be back in town here because last time, last time I saw him was last year. Um, yeah. and, and they've, I've seen them like both times they've come to Milwaukee in the past decade, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it may be another few years or so before they come back here. They, they might visit like Chicago or something, a big city like that. But um, if you ever get a chance, I, I completely recommend it if they come to your to your city. So I'm, I'm definitely down. You, you'd think with a new album out, eventually they'll 
They'll swing around. We'll see. If they, yeah, they will they eventually. Hit a smaller town. I mean, yeah. like compared to Chicago, and Milwaukee. Right. I mean, they'll probably hit the bigger cities like Chicago, and then they'll probably go to Europe or something, and then, and then they'll come back and do maybe a smaller, you know, smaller tour with some, uh, you know, cities maybe like Milwaukee or whatever. Yeah. But it just it usually just takes a while for them to get around to coming here. Right. So, but yeah. It's kind of what I've been listening to a little bit, like Shine Shine Down a lot, and then the you know New Churches album, and then um, just some just some other stuff you know sprinkled in there too. But those are kind of the big two right now. Nice. What are you uh, What are you excited about? Are you excited about anything coming up? You got anything going on? I mean, right now, right now the Stanley Cup Final is on, like. Literally right now. Literally right now. Game five <laughs> is on while we record this. I am I am missing a Stanley Cup final game to record this this podcast. That's how dedicated I am to you guys. I I won't mention that I have, you know, updates on my phone. <laughs> but uh right before we started recording this, there was like a there was a fight that broke out, so I was like delayed coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to stop watching this fight here. Here's the deal. I'm not that dedicated. I'm dedicated, but not that dedicated. You got to understand, right? The fight is only going to happen live one time. Once, you know, every every 10 minutes in this series. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's, there's been, there's been, it's, it's gotten chippy in this series for sure. Nice. But... Yeah, so I'm pretty happy about that. Although if uh, if the Capitals end up winning, which which they're losing this game, but if they just need to win one more game, if they end up winning, then that basically means hockey's done for the year, and that's kind of that sucks. Yeah, but bummer. But we'll get to that point when when we get to that point. We'll burn that bridge when yeah. we get there. What What about you, Ryan? What are you excited about? I'll tell you what. Oh boy, I. I'm so excited for the Racine Raiders. Oh boy. Home opener. We've been on the road for three weeks now in a row. And uh it's a tough start to the season, really. Yeah, it's a tough start to the season, and then uh we haven't done all that well in those first three games. So uh we're one and two sitting right now. We uh we won a non-league game, we lost a non-league game, and then we started league play this last week against Shy City Ducks and went down to Chicago and, you know, kind of made it a dogfight there in the end. And it was 20. We, like, pushed it in from, like, the one. Um, scored, made it 20-21, and we decided with 50 seconds left to to go for it. Oh, yeah, you go for it. For sure. We decided we're gonna go. We're gonna On go the for the two. We're gonna we're gonna put this one away, and we're gonna be done. Yeah. And uh, we fell a little bit short there, so we lost that one. But it was it was awesome to be, you know, with it being so early in the season to kind of be on it and show that we we can get there and we can drive, and we can make things happen if we need to. Yeah. So that's good. But I'm excited for the home opener. There's there's nothing like playing in Racine for the Raiders at home we get like in the, in the world of semi-pro football we get a pretty good turnout like when we when we go to other teams to play them you know you might get a couple 
hundred, maybe pushing it yeah. at at a game. But you know, we're probably expecting you know around a thousand at this oh. at this home and over. Pretty good, pretty darn good. Yeah, so it's exciting. It's good to be back on on the home field. It's it's where I played in high school, which is super okay. cool. So you know, it's gonna be nice to be home, kind of be in that groove, not have to do the whole travel thing. You know, you right. you played ball, like going anywhere. I balled. Going anywhere to play is, you know, away games. <laughs> you balled out, dude. I balled out. That's <laughs> such a baller. You don't even know. So yeah, that uh, that's got me pretty excited. That's coming up here Saturday. If any, if anyone hears this before then, come on out. It's seven p.m. Historic Horlick Field. Get out there. Oh yeah, I. But that's that's what's got me going. I would go. But I'm going to be out of town, so. Dude, if you ever want to go, I, I get free tickets. Yeah, well, I, get, I will hit you up. Hit me, hit me up. But I can't also, this weekend, I'm sorry. Fans of the show, if, if you ever. That's true. If you ever want to go, hit us hit us up on Twitter. I'll yeah. get back to you. The, I'll leave tickets that will call for you. Just a little bit of, little bit of tweets, maybe on some Facebooks. Any These, of that stuff? I I, yeah, Facebooks, I guess we're still on there. I, we, I'm we, just like we did not leave Facebook. <laughs> I just I just rarely go on Facebook at all. Me neither. So yeah, we're probably about ten episodes behind posting on Facebook. But yeah, so how about you just tweet tweet if you want to tweet or instead. Instagram is works too. Definitely see it. The binary Bros. <laughs> so yeah, that's always that's always exciting. It's always exciting getting to. Play in front of your home home crowd, your friends, oh yeah, relatives, local community. We even love if, the community. Even if it's community. you know, even if it's not you know, everybody thinks of kind of big crowds or whatever you know, college and and professional. But even even at you know, the level of semi pro, getting a thousand people that's that's pretty cool. Even getting to play in front of that that size is 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 definitely cool. It's definitely neat, and the fans the fans are the best. Much like the fans of our podcast. Oh yeah, the fans of the Racine Raiders. Are You'll fit in just fine. <laughs> so yeah, you wanna you wanna get into this? I guess we should probably get into this controversial topic, eh? Get into it. The controversy. So here it comes. So at your game on Saturday. You guys gonna have a national anthem? We will. We will have a national anthem. Funny enough, the last two games we played have not had national anthems, or the last three. Oh, okay. Um, I don't believe I. I actually I missed the second one, so I don't know if they had one. But the two that I was at, no national anthems, so there was no opportunity for any sort of protests or statements. But yeah, every every home game we definitely play the anthem over the speakers. Um, Line up on the sideline as is tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we haven't really done anything. I was gonna know. say, have you guys have you guys discussed anything? I know, I know, like semi pro is is kind of low key. It's not really, yeah, not really that much of a forum for it. Yeah, so we uh, we did talk about it at one point last year, but we didn't have enough time to like actually hash it out you know at a practice yeah. or anything and sure 
really talk about it and get like a unanimous decision because you know we wanted to if yeah, we're gonna do it do it together yeah as a team sure so i i think that's that's kind of why we didn't do it and i i haven't noticed really anyone during anthems you know even last year do anything in particular even from other teams so like you said like it while people might have opinions in semi-pro they they haven't really been voicing them yeah. on that forum Right. And that's, I guess that's kind of the difference, right? That, you know, the reason why it's even happening is because the forum for it is so large. Right. That like any type of opinion or voice can be heard at on that stage. Right. And it's, you know, as something as, as simple as what, you know, everyone, I guess if you don't know, Colin Kaepernick is the one who, you know, kind of started the whole thing. You got it kicked off, no pun intended, um, <laughs> in 2016. And he, he sat during the national anthem. And, you know, that sparked all sorts of stuff. And between then and now, it's evolved. And there's just been so much controversy. Well, and, and you do you do know and this is, I guess, more of a hypothetical question, but you, you do know how, like, he got that idea, too, right? Didn't he talk to someone who was yeah. a veteran? Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. like, they, they, do you know all the all the stuff behind that? I, I don't know every single detail. Like, I don't know the guy's name or anything. But, yeah, it was it was a veteran who, um, who Kaepernick talked to and the veteran actually gave him the idea of sitting or, or kneeling during the anthem. Right. And so he did that when, and then, you know, afterwards all the, everyone's like, why would Kaepernick do this or whatever? And he's being, why would he come up with this idea? And it was like, it, you know, and then, uh, and then, uh, you know, the, the entire argument that it's disrespectful to, to military personnel and everything <laughs> and when they don't even realize that a veteran was the one that even that came up with the idea right so and that's oh yeah so uh now you you like... get on your big fat keyboard there and oh yeah i got i'm, I'm on the i'm on the smaller keyboard the smaller yeah, but quieter it's, it's... podcast keyboard Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, but it's still mechanical. <laughs> it's still mechanical. It's still big, fat mechanical keyboard. Oh yeah, gotta love these. Oh things. yeah, I've got it in full rainbow RGB mode right now. Ooh, too. fancy. <laughs> That's really having at it. <laughs> so yeah, I I, uh, <laughs> I googled it just now, and it was a Green Beret and NFL player Nate Boyer. Oh okay, uh, so former so former yeah. former NFL player, or does he or does he currently play? Um, I assume he's probably former. I'm assuming he's former, but if he's a, if, if he was a Green well, Beret, yeah. Wow. So yeah, that uh, that that was the thing. I mean, that's that's an actual you know fact. And I've you know I know people that have served, and yep, you know you as those people right as everyone in the service or who was previously in the service. It dedicated a, a lot of time and effort to, you know, what they were doing. And they did it for a reason. And, you know, to, I haven't talked to anyone, not that, you know, it's every single service person ever, but right. like, I haven't talked to anyone who was in the service who said, oh yeah, that's a huge deal. And it's, it's the worst thing ever. Yeah. So, 
I think most of them, or at least most of the, most of them who still are rational, I guess, and I guess that's <laughs> that's a little bit of a mean thing to say. It's all relative. But, but I, I mean, we do know, and and this is across any any um, profession, uh, in military included. There are there are plenty of people who are great, uh, but then you also you still have those bad apples that are just you just like what are you doing? Like you're, yeah. you're insane. like it's not. I don't. I'm not trying to, um, you know. I'm not trying to say. You know, I'm not trying to generalize at all. Right. You know, we we see these types of people across. You know, we see them in our profession too. Just as as web developers or, you know, oh, software yeah. engineers. You know, people who just uh, just are way out there. Right, and you're like, how are you? Don't even sound rational half the time. How are how are you and, like this? And there or are how, people, there are people like that in every single professional profession, and, and military is included. But I would right. argue for for the most part, uh, you know, our military personnel are mostly are, are rational folks, right? Right. Yeah. There's always a few bad apples, but if you ask pretty much any of the rational ones who understand you know what why they are you know in the service why they are fighting for our country they'll they'll most likely tell you that your freedom is what they really fight for right and that includes being able to kneel or stand or sit or whatever during a national anthem right and i i'm sure there's plenty in the majority of people like you said that are you know they fight and have served for your right to, you know, be an American. And that's one of the things about America is that you, you have that protected right to make a statement. You know, you, you can go, I mean, there's, there's limits obviously, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, freedom of speech or whatever does not, you know, protect you from criticism. Right. Right. (laughs) And that's, that's the thing, right? It's like, you have the freedom to, to say or do a thing and then someone else has the freedom to have the exact opposite opinion so it's like everyone everyone is up in arms about you know the protests and saying that you know it's disrespectful to service people it's disrespectful to um just america in general and you know that's one side of the coin the other side is you know looking at the actual reasoning behind the protests like there's uh, could could Kaepernick have picked a different way to do it? Could he have just voiced his opinion, you know, in an interview or something? Yeah, like, sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that as a way to potentially get attention and you know draw attention to the whole the whole reasoning behind what he's doing, which is you know the the unfair the unfair and unjust treatment of African Americans in America. You know that he had to do something bold to kind of bring attention to it because, it, in a lot of people's opinion, in my opinion especially, it's gone on for much too long. I mean, it's gone on for forever, really. Right, and it's a bit ridiculous that we're sitting here in you know 2018 and over the past you know five six years, things have been rough for people of color in America. Yeah. You know, not not saying that it was never rough before because God was it rough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it probably was 
just as rough. The the thing is nowadays with is with social media and everything and that we just hear about it a lot more. Oh, it's so easy to get to get an opinion out there. Yep. Right? And to be heard and you know it's it takes one person to tweet or say something, you know, to say, Oh, you know, Kaepernick's the worst and he's disrespecting America and you know, that gets hundred thousand retweets and mm-hmm. from, <laughs> you from know, Russian gets, Russian bots. From potentially Russian bots, <laughs> and, you know, it kind of takes off. But we have a flaw in our, our algorithm. <laughs> we can't tell who's people and who's not. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, and I guess this this also kind of pertains with my last point in that um, it's unfortunate because there are plenty, there are plenty of, especially if we're talking about like the whole police brutality aspect of it. There are plenty and plenty of really, really good cops out there. Yeah. But there are a few bad apples and and, and maybe more than a few, I guess, with with how much goes on. <laughs> I right. guess a few is is not doing it just justice. Um but there's a lot of good cops out there that are are gonna get like unfairly you know, punished or not punished, but, um, you know, viewed, treated, I right? guess, or viewed, treated, uh, because of, because of, you know, the corrupt ones or, or the ones that just kind of get, I want to, I want to say get greedy with power. If that right. makes sense. It's, it's kind of more of like an abuse of power yeah. slash, you know, th- them being in the position they're in, which is like super tough to like be a cop because you, you deal with, Right. A lot of stuff. And it's like to be in the position they're in, you know, sometimes I guess it, it could be hard to make the right decision. But like you said, like there's it's really just a few bad apples, but it's bad for all the good ones. Like I'm friends with like we went to school. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We, 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 we right. plenty we, of... we have plenty of plenty of cop friends that yeah. are fantastic people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's and it's a shame that, you know, a few people can ruin you know, the view of that perception. You know? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's like uh, an anecdote, I guess. I don't know if it's an anecdote, but like uh, my wife one time stopped to help someone on the side of the road when their like car was broken down, this old Indian man. And the, the cops come up behind them. She was like waiting with them. Cops come up behind them. And he's like, He's like, oh, no, 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 don't get out of the car. Whatever you do, don't get out of the car. You know, he's like had a fear of the police in that way because he's like, I don't want to do anything that could, you know, get me in trouble. And that it's it's kind of a shame that it's yeah that we're at that point where people are, you know, afraid to get pulled over. Right. And, and Or just to be around cops. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like cops are, or the police, I guess cops are just, that's just a weird Weird name, cops. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> when you're trying to, we're trying to describe the, the profession, right? Police, policemen, police women. They're they're supposed to be servants of the community. They're supposed to be people you should not be afraid to to come to with problems. Like you should be able to, you know, they're on your side, right? So. Yeah, the fact that we have all these incidents that make it 
make it seem or not seem, but just give the perception that cops are, are the bad guys. Um, right. sucks. And, and, and in cases that's been earned, obviously, but right. it's, it's unfortunate that it then gets generalized to basically the entire police force. Right. Much like most people think that developers like you and I are fat dudes in, in their mom's basements. <laughs> I can tell you right now that I'm not in my mom's basement. I am not in my mom's basement. I am in my office and I'm not even in a, my basement. It's a bit toasty in here. It is. Okay. I've got the door closed and stuff. I've got the fan Kinda going. Wish, wish I was in the basement because it would be cooler it down would there. Be cooler, yeah. I, I don't have podcasts set up down there though. I can't. Yeah. That makes two of us. All the things. But yeah, um, for I've been actually watching a show um, about policing. Cops? And it's not called Cops. Oh. Uh, I am sweaty, and it's not because cops. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's about policing, and it's kind of, it's called Wyatt Senex, uh Problem Areas, and it's an HBO show. And he talks about you know a lot of a lot of different things. You know, every episode is about different things, but it all relates to policing and whatnot and kind of where the problem areas are and where, you know, efforts are being made. And it's super interesting to, you know, cause he goes and he interviews, you know, people on both like the black lives matter side of it and police officers and talk about, you know, what each side is trying to do and how they're cooperating and all that stuff. Really interesting. If you're interested in the topic, um, just, just to kind of get a look into things that are happening all over the U S in relation to that. So that's awesome. I'll have to check it out. But yeah. So yeah, this, that, that was the whole, that was the whole point, right. Is like policing, um, you know, excessive use of force and all that. And, you know, Kaepernick wanted to make a statement, bring awareness, want to bring awareness. And he, he did it by, you know, during the national anthem, you know, a, a thing that's supposed to be like, yay, this is our country. This is yeah. you know us and we're proud of it. He chose to make the statement and many players after him have chose to make the statement that, you know, I'm maybe not as proud right now to be part of this. Like it, I'm sure Kaepernick and everyone who protests is wildly grateful that they are American. Oh yeah, because, for sure. You know, it's, it's better. It's better than being, you know, a lot of other places. I think I think you, you got to also take a look at it and, and say you you might think they're they're disrespecting you know their country doing that at that time, but if you kind of look at it a different angle, you think they they know or they understand how how important you know our flag and our ideals are to our country that that he is able to then use that as a forum you know as as a stage is it kind of makes you think he he has a lot of respect for for knowing that there's so much ad, admiration for for our country right at that moment in time right right and the ideals that it brings that he should be able to use that moment and not look at it as here are 
here is something that that makes me um, not proud to be American, but but something that I'm proud to be American, but we can still be better. Right. Right. I don't yeah, know. If, I don't know if I really explained that well, but yeah, no, I, I, I can, I get, I get what you're saying, and hopefully listeners do too. But like, you probably don't. Saying... They're probably completely lost. They probably turned it off. <laughs> you said they've, they've been gone. They've, they've been no gone. Um, but yeah, like, I think what you're trying to get at here is that you know it's not that he's he's saying you know middle finger to America. You know he's not like dancing around and BSing and anything else, or you know saying you know I hate being here. He's he's semi respectfully like he's still sitting there yeah he was still sitting there and people that are protesting are kneeling or linking arms and they're still you know being you know attentive to what's going on but they're also bringing attention to the fact that you know there's something else happening you know in the country at the time well i mean let's be real every do you think everyone in the stands are just you know sitting there all quiet or standing there all quiet i a bunch of them are a bunch of them are probably talking i've been at a number of nfl games and uh chugging a beer while they do it well no i'm saying there probably are there probably are oh oh, yeah there are plenty of people honoring america america is beer and apple (laughs) pie and i don't have any dollar beer so i've got two beers (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of people that, you know, <laughs> at the same time, you know, you can say someone's sitting and that's disrespectful, but also, you know, there's plenty of people that are potentially the people that would be mad that aren't, you know, super attentive or yeah. being respectful in their own way. Yeah. I mean, before 2009, players weren't even out on the field for the national anthem. So Really? Yeah. Like, oh. They were still in the locker room when the national anthem was going on. Huh. So, like... At least, at least on the NFL level, right? So, like, it's not like a huge tradition, like, <laughs> yeah. It, like to have the players all standing there, right? Right. <laughs> like, who cares? They're all sitting. They're all sitting down in the locker room <laughs> when the national anthem's going on. Yeah. But. So speaking speaking of that, there's new rules. There are around there around are. the anthem, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, the owners voted. I don't know I if believe. they actually voted though. Don't did they? I thought I, they did. I don't think they actually did. I thought that was the thing. It wasn't like they... an official vote, huh? So it was just like a poll, and then a, poll, a Twitter poll. Yeah, pretty much. Stand for anthem? Yes, no. <laughs> Hashtag. So yeah, the uh, the new rule this year. Um, whether voted on or not, is that all players must be on the sideline and standing yeah. uh, during during the anthem. So that's to be respectful and whatnot. But you can choose uh, if you don't st- if you're out there and you don't stand, you get fined because that's yeah they pay you, they I, a lot of money and they fine you. I kind of hope like like a good chunk of players just. Don't the stand. fines just run like random. so many fines. Like <laughs> find so the entire team. Who's they gotta they gotta go play by play as they're panning across the <laughs> sideline. Pick out this guy. Who's that guy? That guy. Give him. Give him a fine. <laughs> I don't even know so that yeah, guy's name. 
Who's that? Is that is that a rookie? <laughs> oh god, double yeah. find him. Yeah, nobody likes rookies. So yeah, that that's that's the rule is that they have to be in the sideline, they have to be standing. The other option is that the entire team can stay in the locker room, like you said, pre two thousand nine style, um, and sit and they, in the the lockers. And they can sit in their <laughs> their gigantic, super nice lockers. Yeah. You know, and not stand. And not stand. So <laughs> yeah, I I guess that's a, I guess that's a solution. Yeah, like it it just it just doesn't it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it makes. It's, stupid and it, yeah it's it's dumb um but yeah I, I guess the biggest the biggest thing here to take away is like so the nfl didn't have really a vote with its owners it didn't have an official vote they just kind of like came to this conclusion or roger goodell came to this conclusion and and it wasn't something that they consulted the players union with either so a lot um a lot of times when there's like, you know, league and player issues, you know, the the two sides will like come together for a solution. That right. didn't really happen in the NFL's case. If you look at say like the NBA, which is a league that is predominantly, you know, African American or black, um they don't really have this problem because yeah. they've worked this all they've already worked this out in their their contractual agreement between the two sides and that the league the nba you know makes them stand but they also the league also gives them other ways to express themselves and if they want to make us take a stand you know in another way they are free to do that and they and the players have accepted that like there's there's an agreement you can come to but in the NFL, there no such thing has been made, and it's pretty widely accepted. I would say that there's gonna be some sort of lockout coming within the next couple years in in the NFL because the two sides are just not gonna agree on a lot of See, stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. Yeah, like you said, the NFLPA gets kind of tries to get in there and get involved, but at the same time. You know, there's not a 100% open dialogue and right. like super agreements between owners and the league and the players all together. Right. So, and I think I think that's really why a lot of people are not really all that happy with the NFL. Yeah. Is yeah, the NFL is a business, and they can and, and as a business, they're a nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> The NFL, for those of you who don't know, are a nonprofit. <laughs> the NFL, but, as a league, is nonprofit. The correct. teams, however, tell that to Roger Goodell's pocketbook. The the team, well, you, you can tell that to any nonprofit CEO. True, 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 true. And like the league itself is nonprofit because it redistributes all of its revenue to the teams. The teams themselves are for profit, but the Hell league, the league is non-profit so much profit so that's that's the difference really right but yeah i mean the thing is like the league gets paid by the military to do all this military awareness or you know months or whatever they do salute to service yeah salute to service thing i have a sweet jordy nelson salute to service packers jersey that not accurate but (laughs) still love them yeah 
well, he's forever a Packer, really. Always. But but that that's the thing. Like, it's very it's very hypocritical of the NFL to be to be doing this because they because in the end they don't really they don't really care if right. if it's disrespectful to the U.S. of A. Right. They only really care about being a nonprofit that makes a lot of money for their teams. Exactly. So that's like kind of behind the whole thing. And and then the fact that they really didn't, they haven't had discussions with their players about this. I think that's why a lot of people are, are none too happy with the NFL deciding, even though they are a business and they can, you know, essentially make their employees, you know, do whatever. Right. Like they, reasonably. Right. Right. Like they agreed, they agreed to be employees and, yeah. So that means that they essentially agree to whatever the rules are. Yeah, like I can't, I can't just go around, you know, at my work, or we can't go around at our work and, and just, you know, delete all the stuff off our servers and stuff. Right. There's rules, and in fact, <laughs> there's, there's rules that will either keep you employed or, um, or not. Yeah, and hopefully you don't accidentally delete stuff from a prod server and have a bunch. <laughs> A bunch of bad things happen. It which sounds is, like experience talk. Of course, has never happened to me personally. <laughs> but um, moving on. Moving on. That's not the topic. <laughs> That's not the topic. The topic is anthems and just all all of this. The controversy all, here. All of this. All of this stuff. That the the thing is with with what the, what the NFL players are doing, and also you get into other things like the whole. Childish Cambino um, song, right? This is America. This is America. Like there, all of these things that are happening, they're not necessarily supposed to be um, it, right? Like that's not supposed to be the peak of what they're trying to do. They're they're supposed to be just conversation starters, right? And if there's if there's anything that you know. Charles Gambito's This America is done. It's it's start conversations. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's so just absolutely just from from a music perspective, fantastic song. Way it's, it's you know it's an okay song. I love the song even without the video. But you're right, the video. We've Clay and I have talked about this yeah. before, but like the video really does help make the song. So like together, it's amazing. And there's so much commentary. You know, like hidden. In the, not really hidden, but you know, in the in the video, there's a lot of thought. Donald, there's a lot. Donald thought. Glover, <laughs> Donald Glover, like refuses to kind of say, yeah. like, yeah, these are all of the specific things that I was which, doing here, and which I think is of, smart. Which is it's fantastic, you a know. Lot of, that's and a lot of bands will will do that, or some bands. I, I shouldn't say a lot of bands, but it's the same thing with you know, like art. Like yep. art is music is a form of art, and art's left up to the interpretation, and that's you know, kind of the point. Yep. With a lot of stuff, so. And it is starting conversation. There's been, you know, a couple in bad taste, in my opinion, spoofs of This is America. And then there's been, there's a rapper there, there from... There always is. <laughs> there's a rapper from Nigeria, I believe. Like a prince? Um, <laughs> not, not a Nigerian prince. Oh, okay. He, but well, he did good. send me an email and Ooh. say that he needed $100,000. <sighs> you should take him up on it. Yeah, he said he just needed me to send him ten, and then he could uh-huh. send me... A million, and then I would send him back a hundred thousand. So there's a whole right. thing. I, yeah, I there's replied. fees. There's fees and stuff. Yeah, I'm just sure. waiting for 
you know, an extra reply back from him. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm sure he's this, busy. This rapper from Nigeria made a "This Is Nigeria," and you know, it was the same, you know, style of video where it was a lot of different things happening in a large warehouse kind of setting, and he was pointing out a lot of the things about Nigeria that are like wrong right now and how rough things are and his video had a lot of subtle hits to you know things a lot of imagery that was very obvious when you if you know what's going on there it's very obvious what he was pointing at and you know what he's talking about and like you said these these things are all meant to be conversation starters and it's because you know the conversations have been been being had but like again we're at a point where it's kind of a push and people are really like seriously something needs to be you know done and we need to be talking about this more seriously and more often than yeah. we have in the past i, I think that, we're definitely getting doing. yeah i think we're definitely kind of hitting a, a tipping point for a lot of this stuff i think people it, and that's I guess that's one of the, the great things about social media. There's there's a lot of stuff that sucks about social media. Right. But one of the great things is is realizing you're you're not alone. Right. There are other people who who um, go through similar situations um, and deal with similar types of things and right. you can relate to to people um, and, and that helps you gain confidence and realize that that things can things can be better things can change and you can help you can help do that so i don't know i don't know what's going to happen i think i think a lot of it also stems from our current administration in this country yeah cuz they mean, haven't they haven't talked about controversy our our current administration just hasn't really shown a lot of um a lot of effort I, I, well, I would say probably like no effort at at these types of problems, at acknowledging these types of problems, not not necessarily right. doing something, but just even like acknowledging it. Yeah. When when everyone, all of the rational people, <laughs> realize that this is there are these issues that are out there. Right. Right. Um, and it's and yeah, and that it's like worth talking about, and there's there's stuff to get, and it's it's hard to see. Um you know, a lot of people in the administration or like in media and just people in general, you know, on social media and stuff, just so, so blindly saying, you know, like this is wrong and these people are bad. And this is like, everyone's blowing everything out of proportion when, you know, really the point is like we've said to get a conversation started because there's always room for improvement. And that's true in literally every aspect of life. Yep. You know, there's always room for improvement and that's, that's where we are. And I think that's where we need to be. That's how we need to be looking at, you know, this whole protest and everything else that's kind of going on in the country right now. Like there's room for improvement. And if there's not, then we need to be living in a perfect society or we've given up. So yep. I, I think that it's good that we're doing this and I'm, I'm glad that we're pushing towards, like you said, a, a tipping point where, you know, we're going to have to have these open and honest two-sided conversations where we figure out, you know, where are our problem areas and what can we do about it? Yeah, and, and solutions for these, are obviously, they're not going to happen overnight. Right. So 
so you know people who who are are you know out in the streets um protesting or or you know kneeling for anthems or whatever it i, I think most of the rational ones <laughs> will understand <laughs> that that it takes time to to get things implemented it never happens as fast as you want it to right but like we've said, there's conversation starters, and we got to continue the dialogue. I think the the thing that really is making people just super upset is not because, um, not because of it's not going fast enough, you know, solutions. It's just that the conversation doesn't even seem to be there, right? Or being taken seriously, right? We by, haven't gotten by to one it. side when it's when it's as something that needs to be both sides needs to needs to be participating right and there's and it's you know to kind of counterpoint my point before like it's not just the administration it's not just the people on the the anthem is the kneeling during the anthem is disrespectful side it's people on both sides you know it's people on the side of the protest that are just you know not looking to have a conversation but just looking to be mad about it there's people like that on both sides yeah and we need to get to a point where we just need to take a step back and realize we're all Americans. We're all people. And we need to just do what we need to do, which is have conversations and find solutions in order to make this place better. Yep. We're all, we're all on the same side in the grand scheme of things, the human side, the human side. And that's, uh, that's also, I mean, another thing about this administration, especially with, with the, um, I don't want to say holiday, but um, anniversary that just passed with with the whole D Day. Yeah, you know how it was. It was one of the. I mean, it was a very sad day, but it was a day that was that helped kind of, you know, tip the world in a better favor. Right. Um, the things that those brave men and women were able to. Well, I mean, it was it was men storming the beach but because women aren't really in combat roles especially at that time um but even even still um the the service the service men and women um uh not only on american side you know american soldiers the allies we like the only reason that was successful the whole you know invasion of normandy was because we had help from our allies. We had Canadians. We had, you know, Great Britain. We had the British. We had, uh, we there were so many groups that we had to work with to get it right and, and to be able to succeed. And and we have to realize as a nation that we just we can't succeed alone. It just right. doesn't work in the world. <laughs> right. Right, the world is as small as it's ever been. Yeah, I mean, we just have to honestly come together like we have in the past to help, you know, solve our problems, to make everything better, to overcome the issues that are facing, you know, people on in every status and in every place here in America. I just um I just want to let you know that 
Hockey is officially done for the year. Hockey's done for the Hockey year? Hockey is done. Oh, no. The Capitals so have won. The, guys, the fellows pulled it off? The Capitals have won the Stanley Cup. Wow. For the first time in their history. You heard it here first. Well, probably not. Okay. Cons- considering that this this uh, episode probably won't be up until after they've probably heard it on Twitter or something. Right. But you've heard it in podcast form here first. <laughs> so, Alex Ovechkin, the first Russian captain to lift the cup. I'm actually, I'm not even watching it right now because I'm so dedicated to this You're podcast. Here. I'm here. You're here with us. Yeah. And that's, uh, they were, they were trailing two to three there. They were, they were. And then they scored two goals in the third period, which is impressive. It is very impressive. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But it sucks now that hockey's done. It's all over. You think the, uh, you think the, oh, and speaking of which, I was going to get into this actually. So it's actually a good thing that the Capitals won because, so one of their players, um, uh, I think probably their only black player, yeah, mentioned that he wasn't going to go to the White House if they won, which and then they, oh. they now have won. So he's not going. He will not be going. Where and then in the NBA, you've we've heard from both, uh, basically both sides, both the Cavs and the and the Warriors that they probably yeah. aren't going to be going. So right, and Eagles Eagles decided that they weren't going to go, and then White House rescinded. Yeah, their invitation. <laughs> you can't you can't not choose to go. We're just not going to invite you now. You're not invited. You're not even invited anymore. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> We're gonna show you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <know>. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It... That's that's interesting though that you say because I mean, hockey, predominantly white sport. It is. It really so... is, and th- and that's mostly because of just the in- insane cost of it, really. Right. It's a it's a high barrier to entry for yeah. you know just most. <laughs> Most right, and, and that's just the demographics wise that just plays into into um, you know white white communities a lot more. Right, and so with that being a fact, like because I don't really follow hockey much at all, but has there ever been much like much talks about any Not really. anthem stuff or whatever? Seeing that, and that doesn't surprise me, right? Where it's like. You would think also like NASCAR. I think I heard at some point someone was like, "If someone doesn't national anthem, they're fired." <laughs> so it's it's interesting to see like in in sports like that or that are predominantly white or whatever. It's just like it's not even it's not even a conversation there, right? Well, and there was a little bit of a conversation last year on it um, because one one player um, didn't didn't kneel. Didn't kneel, but um, but Rose's fist okay. during the anthem, and yeah. there was there he got a lot of flack for it, which was super dumb. Um, right. But yeah, and and the worst part, it's it's like people can criticize if you want to criticize, you know, you have every right to do that. That's fine. Yeah. But there's there's people, and this extends beyond the whole um the whole anthem thing. But there's people when they just they get offended at something for whatever reason 
And then they have the audacity or the craziness to send that person death threats. And right? it's just insane. It's just absolutely insane. Like those people literally are insane. Yeah. What like what is your deal? I've never understood like death threats. Yeah. Just in general for like all this just for the dumbest thing. Right. The dumbest stuff in general. Like, Something that uh, really doesn't affect you at all. It does not like, affect your life at all. Be serious, you keyboard gangster. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. Just shut up. <sighs> all right, I think uh, I think we should probably end it there, unless you have anything else to say. No, I mean there there's plenty more that could be said, but I think we pretty much covered it. You know this. Yeah. The it's this whole anthem thing and a lot of things going on, you know, they're rooted in, you know, fairly reasonable places. And the reason they're happening are because we want a conversation started, you know, a, a two-sided conversation. And you and I agree along with a lot of other people that this conversation eventually needs to happen in order to make everything better. So let's, let's do our part here. If yeah. we can, whatever we can do that, like I said, we can we can talk about it till we're blue in the face. Pretty but, much, pretty much. But yeah. I think what we've done here is we've we've given people some things to think about yeah, and hopefully. potentially started some conversations. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Let us let us know. Give us a shout out on uh, on the Twitter. Let us know your thoughts, and uh, you know. Also, if you want to attend the home game for the Racine Rams, yeah. let me know. I got I got some Hit extra tickets. He's got ticks. It's ticket tickets. Ticks. I don't ticks think you got ticks. No, I don't have ticks. No that, ticks. That's good. That's good. They carry diseases. Ain't no ticks on me. Ain't no ticks on me. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Binary Brothers Podcast. We can't wait for you to tune in next time. But until then, make sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and BinaryBrothersPodcast.com.